0: welcome we hope you enjoy this recording from christ city church based in dublin ireland for more podcasts and information on the church please visit christcitychurch.ie thank you for listening how are we doing so if i haven't met you before uh my name's isaac i'm 19 i'm from wicklow i'm studying UC- i'm not studying ucd i'm studying at ucd i'm studying science first year and i'm just going to be talking a little bit about me who I am, why I believe what I believe, and how I came to believe that. So co- growing up, I came from a Christian family. Uh, so my parents, both of them are Christian, and so they'd always teach me about God. They'd take me to church, they'd read the Bible with me. And so I always kind of grew up believing in God. I don't really remember a time when I wasn't a Christian, um, yet I don't really have a point when I became a Christian either. You know, you talk to a lot of people and they'd say, you know, I was this day and this moment when I became a Christian. However, for me, I don't really have that. I think it's more kind of like, I see like a, a wall and like a layer of bricks. And so like brick by brick, um, I kind of grew in faith. And you don't really know when it turns from like a pile of bricks into a wall, but you kind of step back eventually and see, oh yeah, that's a wall. And so that's the same thing for me. It's like, I don't have a moment when I became a Christian, but rather through my life, through experiences, I kind of transition from my parents' faith to then where I am now, where I can see that, yeah, that's a legitimate personal faith where it's independent of, of my parents. And while I don't have a specific point, I do have lots of kind of like deeper experiences, which kind of, instead of putting maybe one breakdown, they put like, you know, a layer or two layers on. And one such experience was my last year of school and all the things that went happened in that. And so just a bit of perspective, a uh, bit of backstory about me. I come from a really overachieving family. Like, I'm always in their shadow. So, we've got like my cousin, she just qualified for the Olympics yesterday, and she's you know, quali- she's played sport for Ireland in cricket and in hockey. We've got Patrick went to Cambridge and got a first there. We've got other people in, yeah, he's my cousin, we've got other people in uh, Oxford, and basically everyone's just great at sport and really smart. And so, you kind of grow up in an environment thinking that to be someone of worth, to be someone of value, you have to excel at something. And for me, I'm a bit of an average Joe. I'm not really great at everything or anything really, but I can kind of do well at some stuff, but I've never really excelled in anything. So that kind of put a lot of stress on me, a lot of anxiety, insecurities, and I didn't really know who I was or what my purpose was. But going into my final year of school, I decided I was going to change that and I was going to excel in three things. So I decided I was going to be head boy because no one else in my family had been head boy. So I was going to be the best one at that. I then decided I was going to be the best rugby player So I was going to be the starting hooker for school and we were going to win the cup. And then also decided I was going to be the best Christian, whatever that means. But I decided I'd be that as well. However, going into that final year of school, suffice to say, none of that happened. I didn't get head boy, not only that. I also didn't even get like the two deputy head boys either. So I really failed that one. I then spent the entire year sitting on the bench and like the guy starting ahead of me, he was like tiny. And yet, I don't know, I didn't get picked and whatever. That still hurts. And then... (laughs) And then also, I kind of got stuck in this like, cycle of like, repetitive sin. Like I kept messing up on this one thing, and it just put like, so much guilt on me, put so much shame. Like, I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone about it. And then, so like, I was putting on this facade of being a good Christian, yet I kept messing up inside. And so I just felt like even, even the thing which I thought could never leave me suddenly just felt fake as well. So then I was lost. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know my purpose, and I felt pretty worthless, to be honest. And then coming to the end of that year... Um, I carried on reading the Bible. I've always been a Christian, so I've always kind of read the Bible. But suddenly the Bible just came alive to me in a way that it never had before. And I got to a book called Romans. And suddenly it was just, it was just crazy. And I was like reading it and stuff which i would read before, but it just came alive. And I kind of started to, I knew stuff, but then I really knew it. And so one part which uh, i read it said was talking about god's love for us and it said neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of god that is in christ jesus our lord and that just completely blew my perspective on everything because it suddenly meant that actually god loved me for who i was And it wasn't about whether I was successful or not. It wasn't about whether I was always good or if I messed up. It wasn't about any of that. It was just that God loved me, and so he'd always forgive me. And so if he could forgive me, then I'd be able to forgive myself for the times when I messed up as well. And then I carried on reading through the Bible. And then I got to another passage, which I knew, but then I suddenly knew. And this was in uh, 1 Corinthians. No, I'm sorry, Philippians. And it says this. So it's this guy called Paul, and he's writing, and he's talking about how if anyone's able to boast in something, then he'd be able to outboast anyone. So he kind of like just flexes on us for like a while. And he's like, you know, I'm the best at this and I'm the best at this and I'm the best at this. And then he says something which really hit me hard. And he says, well, I'll tell you, but whatever gains to me, I now consider loss for the, for the sake of Christ. And he also said, I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but which is through faith in Christ. And again, this completely reshuffled my understanding of who I was and my purpose. Because if Paul, this like legend of Christianity, if he was saying that actually the only thing that's important to him is knowing Jesus and knowing who he is in him rather than who Paul is based on all his accomplishments, then that should be the same thing for me. That actually, just as learning about God's love set me free to love myself and forgive myself, knowing about that, let me, free, let me be free to know... Um, that it wasn't about my achievements, but rather, I was just a child of God. And so it set me free to be who I was. And then, finally, there was another section in the Bible, which again, just completely shifted everything for me. And it was in Romans 8, verse 28, and it says, In all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. And suddenly I was able to see that through that year, even though, you know, some of that stuff was pretty hard, that actually God was working through it all. And when I got out of it, I was then able to see that I was in a position that was so much better than the position I was at before. That when God actually stripped away all the things that I thought were me, the things like the three pillars that I was building my life on, when he took that away, I could then see that actually the only thing that stayed, the only thing that always would stay was God and a faith in him. And that actually anything else is temporary and transient. And so I was able to see that actually God truly does work through all things for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose, that he has a plan for all of us and that actually he works through it even when we're in those moments when we don't understand it, even in those moments when it's so hard and we just feel like giving up. I know that actually I've been through those experiences where I can see that even when I was in those times, I now see back and I'm like, you know what, he took me through temporary pain so that I can get to lasting joy and I just think that's amazing. And I'm aware I've lived a very sheltered life. What I call suffering pales into existence to probably most of you guys in this room. And even then, all of us pales in, into, into existence compared to so many people in the world. But I do know that in the times when I've suffered, I know that God's worked for my good. And I know that he takes me into a place that's so much better than that. And I can also look forward to heaven. As a Christian, I believe that we, we have life after this. I believe that we can come into a world where there is no pain, there is no suffering, there's no hurt or death or anything like that. And it's a place where we're we're in perfect relationship with God and it's life the way it should be. It's life the way that he created it to be. And it's just class. And so I know that that's lasting for eternity, that that's not going to end. And so I compared eternity to like 80 odd years that I might live here. And then I just compare it and I think, well, you know what? If God's going to use these 80 odd years to bring me through a bit of hurt, but then take me into a place where I'm so much better so that I can then go into this time of eternity of just perfectness, suddenly it seems like a pretty good deal for me. And so I hope that just like it shifted my understanding, maybe that helps you shift your understanding as well. So yeah, that's me. Thank you.